Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Speaking of Missing Persons, and welcome to all the new listeners as well. Before we get started on today's episode, a little bit of business. We have two other shows. Make sure you're checking those out, Speaking of Murders and Speaking of Hauntings. If you want to see pictures from today's episode, check out our socials. We're on Instagram, at Missing Murdered Haunted, and we're on Facebook, Missing Murdered Haunted Podcast. Make sure you're getting subscribed to the Patreon so you don't miss out on any of the bonus episodes. And uh, leave a five-star rating wherever you're listening. We really appreciate it, and it helps us get out to more people so they can find it and hear the stories as well. If you have a missing person that you want to hear their case on this show, send it to our email, missingmurderedhaunted at gmail.com. So, all of that said, Sarah, tell us about a missing person. Love to, Bob. So, today we're going to talk about a girl named Andrea Knoble. Okay. Okay. She, so this place takes, oh my God, this story takes place in Louisville, Kentucky. And yes, we say Louisville. 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 That's Louisville. what I said. No, no you, you didn't. didn't. Louisville. No. Louisville. No. <laughs> Louisville. 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 No. <laughs> Louisville. Louisville. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Moving just, on. Just give up. Okay. So, Andrea Michelle Knoble was born 1982 to parents Cheryl and Mike. She was the oldest of three girls, and according to friends, she always felt like the black sheep of the family, telling them that her parents each had a favorite child and she was not it. Okay. So, Andrea was close to her middle sister, Erin. Despite these feelings that she had about, you know, being the black sheep. But Andrea and her youngest sister, Sarah, had a very hostile relationship. Smith is over like, Seems accurate. (laughs) I can feel it. Andrea had a marketing degree from the University of Louisville. And had landed a job at Humana when she graduated. Unfortunately, she would be laid off like a few years before she goes missing. She did not handle this well. And it seemed to be when her life kind of took a downward turn. She was struggling financially, but would not ask anyone for help. So by 2019... She had two sons, 
by two different guys and they shared custody. She did not have a car because at some point it broke down on the freeway while she was with her kids. She left the car there to like go get help and when she got back to the car it was completely wrecked. So like someone just somebody smashed just into smashed it. This had this like only added to her bad financial situation because now she doesn't even have a ride. I'd say so. The summer of 2019 was rough, and Andrea was living in her mom's house at 3113 Chickadee Road in Louisville with her sister Sarah and Sarah's boyfriend Ethan, while the home was being remodeled by Ethan's construction company. But their mom was not staying there at the time. Okay. So it was just the three of them. Where was her mom staying? Somewhere not near the construction. Gotcha. (laughs) Just didn't want to be around. Right. Got it. Andrea was volunteering her time and whatever resources she had to a group called Missing in America. And they go by MIA. This group was founded by a woman named Nancy Schaefer, which is weird. That got two Schaefers. Like, in cases. Kind of weird to me. The group was made up of only a handful of women that volunteered to search for missing people in Kentucky and Indiana. They claimed in a documentary that was being made about them that they had a 96% success rate in finding missing people, but a lot of people uh, point out that those statistics have not been verified and no one really knows where they even got the number from. (laughs) Makes Uh, sense. Okay. Quick quick side note for anyone who's not familiar with exactly where Louisville is. It it pretty much sits at the state line between Kentucky and Indiana. Yeah, there's a bridge that divides the two. Right, and that's it. Which we'll talk about this bridge in a little bit. One side of the river, you're in Louisville. And the other side, you're in New Albany, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Most of Andrea's family did not even know she was volunteering with MIA until after she went missing. It's kind of weird. Uh, That's a bit strange. It's a bit ironic. Yeah. So it got a lot of news coverage because people were like, hold on. She volunteers her time to look for missing people and now she's missing. So it was like a... A big deal in Kentucky. Let's talk about her disappearance, okay? And then we're going to backtrack a little bit at some point. So here we go. On August 13th, 2019, 37-year-old Andrea got into a fight with Sarah and Ethan. This happened a lot, according to neighbors. They would later tell a retired detective looking into this case that they would hear loud arguments coming from the house that the three shared. Some were so bad that they almost called the police. Yikes. After this fight, Andrea left the house and walked a mile from her mom's house to her sister Aaron's house. She arrived there around 1.15 in the morning. Erin had a friend over, so she told Andrea she could not stay and drove her back to the house on Chickadee Road. It is believed that at this point, Andrea, like, knocked on the door a bunch, but they wouldn't let her in. And her family said they don't know why she didn't have a, a key. 
like she was supposed to have a key, but... Unless she stormed out without her stuff. Right. So when she couldn't get back into her mom's house, she walked back to her sister Aaron's house. Who just dropped her off. Right. And again, she was turned away. This time, Aaron did not give her a ride back. Andrea's phone location was hooked to her laptop, which Nancy, the founder of the MIA group, would say that she required of all the women volunteering with her that their cell phone and their laptop were connected as far as location goes. I mean, that makes sense. Right. This showed she left Aaron's house the second time at 1.38 a.m. and arrived back at her mom's house at 1.54 a.m. Her location pinged again at 3.53 a.m. and she was still on her mom's property, but it doesn't say whether she was inside or outside the house. But everyone assumed that she was still outside. Now, according to a report made by a private investigator named Tracy Leonard, her location pinged again at 6.31 a.m. at the same location. Then her phone went dead and was no longer showing activity. And she has never been seen or heard from again. Hmm. So this is where I'm going to try not to confuse you, okay? <laughs> Wait, one question. Where, yeah. where were her children? With their dads. Okay, so she didn't have either one of her sons at no, the time? they were with her, their dads. Okay. Okay, so the next morning, when Aaron could not get in touch with Andrea because their mom was, like, trying to call Andrea and got no answer, so then she called Aaron and was like, hey, have you seen Andrea? Andrea's like, or Aaron's like, no, not since, you know, one something this morning. So then Aaron starts trying to get in touch with her. She called all the friends she n- knew Andrea had. And when she couldn't find her, she reported her missing. The story, like I said, blew up in the media. And lots of things started to come out about Andrea during the investigation. Like for one, she was possibly using and selling meth. Oh, boy. Well, that puts you around a fair amount of unsavory characters. Right. According to a friend of hers named Matt, a mutual friend of theirs had been arrested not too long before Andrea went missing, and Andrea took over his meth operation. So I could not find anything that said when this actually happened whether it was, like, real or not real, how big this operation was. But this Matt dude, like, was on a documentary about her missing when he made this statement. Matt also said in interviews that despite her lifestyle at the time of her disappearance, Andrea was consumed by her volatile relationship with Sarah and Ethan. Like, it was all she talked about. And he said they were, like, literally always at each other's throat. Like, anytime they were in the same spot together, they were fighting. And what, okay, what does the hatred stem from between the two of them? No one knows. I could find nothing that 
said why they disliked each other so much. Like, was it one particular thing they were constantly fighting over, or they just disliked each other that fucking much? I think they just disliked each other that fucking much that they just fought. That's insane, though. Like, no reason at all. So... The founder of MIA, Nancy, said Andrea was like her best friend out of the group of women, and she was devastated by the news she was missing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It was also pointed out that at this time that around 2.15 that night or that morning, Andrea tried to FaceTime another woman in the group named Suzette. But why her phone didn't ping at that time is weird to me. But Suzette said she did not answer the FaceTime. She did text Andrea right back and got no response. This whole situation kind of made the MIA group like fall apart because they also received a photo of Suzette's car going across the bridge in Louisville into Indiana on August 13th at around 3 a.m. But Suzette swears it's not her car and that she was at her house and that someone had to have photoshopped this picture but the other women in the group are like questioning her like did you drive andrea to indiana and you're not saying anything but the thing about it is is she was only gone it was like three minutes like she went across the bridge was in indiana for like three minutes and then came right back enough time for somebody to get out of your car yeah i was gonna say that's enough time to drive across the bridge drop somebody off and turn around and come right back like i said this like divided this group and because of this social media went nutso they started accusing nancy of being involved saying that she was using Andrea as a media stunt to get publicity for the group and that like people were actually accusing her of kidnapping Andrea and holding her somewhere to get publicity. No, I don't think I would go that far. I mean, that's pretty crazy. But to maybe create a missing person's story to get more hype about your, you know, business, essentially. Like, help Andrea disappear right but she's not actually missing well aaron believed that nancy was using andrea's disappearance just to get on tv so andrea and or so aaron and nancy also don't like each other people also started to get suspicious about the private investigator tracy leonard because he would not share any information with the retired detective that came later to try to help solve this case well i mean do they have to no they don't have to but okay so (laughs) he also would not tell anybody who hired him in the first place and his office like mysteriously burned down 
So it was like a lot of things where people were like, what the hell? Like, where did he come from? Where did he go? But he was working with the women before Andrea even went missing. Like, he called them to help him with a case, which we'll talk about in a second. That's why I said it kind of gets confusing. Well, now Tracy is working with Aaron and Mike, which is their dad, and he's doing it pro bono to help find Andrea. And he says his reasoning for not being helpful to the other detective is because he has no desire to help fake TV detectives who are not licensed PIs. This dude is a retired police detective. He, it's not like he's just some random dude. At the same time, the family started to be attacked on social media as well. So much so that they had to take down the Facebook page they made to like get tips about Andrea because they received they were getting death threats and people were driving by their houses and I mean, threatening that's them. That's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> I was to say that's a bit ridiculous, guys. That's a bit harsh. Yeah. I'm saying people went crazy in this case. Their daughter or sister is missing and they're trying to find them. Well, they think people thought that her family was covering things up to protect Sarah. Mm. Okay. Before Andrea disappeared, MIA was asked to help work on a high-profile case in Kentucky that involved the Mexican drug cartel. They were asked to do this by Tracy. Well, Nancy said after she researched the case and realized how dangerous it was, she pulled MIA out of it. So this whole case involved a young girl who got murdered in her car and her boyfriend was missing like he had been kidnapped and they were involved in some crazy shit in Kentucky. And so Tracy had tried to get MIA to help find this kid who was missing. That's how they were getting involved, okay? Gotcha. So at the same time this was happening, a documentary filmmaker was filming the girls in MIA for a documentary he was making about their group. And in his footage, Andrea says, one, she was a PI, but she was not. And that she was working on a very dangerous case, but couldn't go into detail and said that she was going undercover. This was after Nancy pulled them out of this Mexican cartel case. So that made Nancy believe that Tracy was still having some of her girls, as she called them, work with him behind her back and was like going to have Andrea go undercover into this whole drug scene. Yeah, I said it gets kind of messed up. Okay. I mean, I guess that would make sense why she would take over a meth business at random. Right. So Tracy, though, believes that on the night she disappeared that she may have tried to sleep in her broken down car because it was in the driveway since she couldn't get in the house and was either abducted by a stranger or someone she knew. That's what he's going with. I don't know. It's so hard to say because there's so many different things. <laughs> right. Like, did she, you know, she's messing with all this, you know, meth operation. It could have been some junkie who just 
the a deal went south or something or yeah she might have been kidnapped or maybe she did go undercover and what i mean there's so many different ways that she could have gone missing or been killed that it's hard to i mean i don't see one as any more or less likely than any of the other ones at this point right and the next theory is that she called a drug dealer for a ride and was killed because of a debt or was in the wrong place or the wrong at the wrong time but people argue that her phone records show no evidence of this and like her phone has also never been found so if her phone was pinging at her mom's house all, all night the way long. until six something in the morning it's unlikely that she called for a ride and just left her phone right investigators kind of put their sights at first on ethan which is where i was going but they cleared him pretty early on they also cleared the fathers of her two sons people still have suspicion about ethan and sarah though since they had gotten into a fight with andrea that night and mike has like publicly said ethan has a horrible temper and that they don't have a good relationship either. So Ethan has a rap sheet for things like shoplifting and cocaine possession. And he, like I said, he owned that construction company that was remodeling her mom's house. And the neighbors would say later that on the night Andrea disappeared, there was construction going on at the house in the middle of the in night in the middle of the night well that's suspicious mhm that's weird right Indeed. but ethan and sarah moved to lexington after andrea disappeared and both refused to help look for her the family claims they did not flee that they left because that was their primary residence and they were done working on their mom's house another rumor floating around is that on the night andrea went missing ethan wiped all the data from his and sarah's phones that's a little suspicious right and so he had a couple of businesses actually he had a business called Af affinity construction llc which was what was working on the house and then he also had Affinity Concrete LLC. Uh, and Affinity Construction was listed inactive not very long after she went missing in 2019 on the LLC like yeah. website or whatever. It was no longer active. So he wiped the data from their phones and then closed down his construction business. Yeah. And then moved two hours away. Yeah. Four hours away. Two, isn't isn't it two? Is it? F it's two. Two uh, hours away. Louisville to yeah. Lexington is two. two, and then Lexington, yeah, to where we are is two. So, you might be asking, where were the police in all of this? You know, you know, I hadn't even thought about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the family reported that they did an eight-hour search of the property and found nothing. They also interviewed everyone involved with Andrea. Investigators have said what they do know, they're keeping close to them. They're not giving any info to the public. 
Now, Mike follows every lead that comes in about his daughter, even driving to dangerous places and talking to people that, you know, you probably don't want to talk to, like sketchy people. And he's gotten a lot of tips that she has been seen in Indiana. So did she just leave with that Suzette girl or did something happen to her at the house that night? Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Well, Andrea was 5'7 and weighed 190 pounds at the time of her disappearance. She has hazel green eyes, brown hair with blonde highlights. And if you have any information, contact the LMPD at 502-574-7060. And if you want to give an anonymous tip, you can call 855-746-0846. All right. Well, that's... That's a tough one. It is. Because it's like, to me, it's almost like finding a needle in a haystack because you know where she last was. But there are all these other things that were going on in her life where you're like, okay, well, did she walk here? Did she get picked up by this person? Did this happen? Yeah, it's like looking for a needle in a stack of needles. Yeah. I don't know. I still (laughs) think it's the sister-brother-in-law. Allegedly. I said, I think. (laughs) I think. She assumes. (laughs) I have my suspicions. I don't know. I'm not saying they did it. I'm just saying that is my feeling personally. That is, that's it. All right. Well, if you know anything or know someone who knows something, call that number, urge them to call that number and pass that information along so this woman can be found. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to leave us five stars, leave a review, share it with your fam- your friends, your family, whoever. Your family. Your family. <laughs> yeah, that's your friend family. Your family. And don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon so you can get in on those bonus episodes. There's missing persons in there too. I'm I've got one up there, so they're on there. Make sure you're getting subscribed to that so you don't miss out on those. And uh does anyone have any final thoughts? Uh, no, I'm confused by this one. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, we will see y'all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.